0: La la da la they Benfica. la 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 da La you're the first to do that, huh?
1: And I can't believe it's like I'm thinking in the back of my head. Why is it taking so long to get that done on yeah, the show? You know what?
0: Uh, I was even thinking like the Portuguese natural anthem, but I would just like... <laughs> leave it for somebody I, yeah, else. Yeah, I'm going to leave it for someone That's else. That's amazing, man. I'm pretty man. proud. I'm pretty proud. <laughs>
1: Derek, welcome to the show, man. Manny, thanks for having us. Oh, dude, it's yeah. great. It's great that you can fit it in. I know that we chat all the time and it's good to have another Portuguese guy on the show because that yeah. hardly ever happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no it's exactly. great and actually just off mic we were just talking about how you know some of the boys from avis and, yeah. and, and, and like it's good it's good that everybody's networking and building relationships and you know liking like exactly. people, right yeah
0: because back you know i'd say about 10 15 years ago you know it's cut through it was cutthroat. no one really wanted to help one another right and i, f- I find that social media has really brought everyone together i uh, i Not everyone I I know. (laughs) I'd agree. More so than before. But I think in
1: the beginning of social media, because I think Toronto was one of the hubs. Yeah. Like, it was weird how nobody in Vancouver was really embracing social media. I think it was mostly Toronto was a hub uh northeast in the u.s boston new york was a hub uh, but not really the west side but in the beginning of social media everybody was all friends but then it became like high school again right yeah it's like okay well you're a dick and you're a dick and i don't like you and then but now i I agree with you now it's kind of come full circle and go listen you're not so much of a dick yeah you know i kind of like you because you do good work of course i don't want to hang out with you and i want to learn from you and then also you're hiring me right so i I totally agree with you on that yeah Yeah. so it's good that it is like just so actually we're getting way ahead. Derek, the Costa, you got it. I got to give out the D tier, man. So, uh, DLC installations, uh, 10 years basically. Yeah. On your and own a half on my own. Yeah, nice yeah. man. Triple W dlc installations.ca info at dlc installations.ca and on Facebook, it's DLC installations and, uh, it's all yeah. DLC. Twitter, Instagram. It's got, all, yeah, it's all DLC. And installations, you still active on Facebook and Twitter and, uh, IG Twitter, not sure. so much, Twitter, yeah. not so
0: much, but Instagram, Facebook, I try to be as active as possible. I really like showing like the progress, Progress photos, progress videos, yeah. before and afters. Um, you know, haven't been really crazy with the live reels and stuff like that. But I try my best. You know, I don't have anybody that, you know, does all that for me. I'm kind of like a one-man show. I've always been. Um, you're either point. all in or you're not. Yeah, and that's just my OCD. <laughs> no, and I just, I, I
1: mean, I use Twitter just for my qu- my tweets, w- my quotations, quotes. Quotations, yeah. And then I just for announcing the shows to get them out there, I do the same thing with Facebook. But, I yeah, it's IG, basically. And yeah. You just yeah. go from there. And then, yeah, I'm not the same. Like, everyone's... I can't spend that much time on it, man. Yeah. Like you got to figure out other things as well, too. So Right, right. Um, I want to just do a shout out. So, Paul from Mac Constructions, Inc., and, and one of the top guys in the city that does all self leveling materials, and he'll pump it in. And, guys, an artist of his game, man. That's all it is. It's just uh, when you talk to him, he knows what he's doing. He's been through it all, he's learned quite a bit, he's used the best products. Uh, he had a scare last year because they just abandoned Agili Screed. Oh, wow. Lafarge just said, No more. No more. We can't get the byproduct metal hmm. that's used. Inside the screed, So we're not going to continue the product. Oh. So he actually, in the course of, I think he was given two or three weeks, we're done. No more material. Hmm. And his whole business was around that material. And then he shifted gears and changed everything, went to a different supplier, and then revamped his business again. Had to get a different pump, had to get different hoses, had wow. to get everything. So he rock and rolled, which is good because he's been in the business and he learned. So I just shout out for his shirt that he gave me, which is great. Yeah, well, good for him. Um, and then uh, that's it. But I mean, like Derek, how did it all begin? Other than being Portuguese, how did it all begin?
0: Right from the beginning? Yeah, right from the beginning. Wow, well, nah, what what part of Portugal are you from? Uh, so I'm from the Azores. My dad's uh My dad's from Tresedo. My mom's from São Miguel. I'm half and half. Okay, so they <laughs> we both used, We are. call it a hab tour. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've heard that phrase before. Nice. Um, but I love to travel the mainland. My wife's from the mainland. I've never been. Uh, gorgeous. I've always go to the islands. My son's nine years old. He's been seven times.
1: That's amazing that you're bringing them and having yeah. that culture attached, right? Yeah,
0: it's, um, it's unreal. And, and thanks to my in-laws, uh, you know, they have a nice place there. Um, and you get to kind of see Portugal, Europe. Yeah. And it's fantastic. It's a different world, man. It is. It is. Uh, Azores are beautiful, but it's kind of like a one-time show. It's like, ah, uh, let's go to the Caribbean, but let's try, you know, let's try Jamaican, Let's try Cuba. Let's try Jamaica. Yeah. It's Typically what you're doing with the Azores, because you can pretty much see the, you know, whole island in yeah. one day. But I like that quietness though, man. Yeah. Serene. <laughs> the serenity now.
1: <laughs> Where everybody on the island or anybody like, uh, I don't use my phone. No. I refuse to use my phone when I go away. Yeah. And, and when I'm there, I don't use my phone. I see everybody else using their phone, and I'm like, yeah, that's what I do back home. But here, I'm not using my phone. Yeah. I refuse to. So, no, yeah. oh, that's good, that, good that, that the kid's gone there. Yeah. Okay, so that's So, right that. from the
0: beginning, Um, geez, I've been in a lot of industries prior to getting into construction. Like, I I, I made bread, warehouse supervisor. Uh, I worked at the bank as a retention mortgage specialist. How long did that last? Uh, the bank? Yeah. Uh, about two years, two and a half years. I went from the branch level to the corporate level. And then once I got to the corporate level, the head office, the politics just deterred me away from it. Is so it I, true I, the
1: bank is just about quotas? Like, you have to achieve. Absolutely. Just go after these people, yep. get them to sign a mortgage, line of credit, whatever. Just renewal. Renewal, get them, renewal, yep. renewal, renewal. That's, that's how that it is, Just eh? retaining the clients. And if you don't, you can't.
0: Um, yes, to a certain point. I mean, it wasn't difficult to get client that's already yours got it again at that time it was just about interest rates and a lot of people wanted to pull out equity uh sometimes they didn't you know at that time you know equity wasn't there because you know that that inflation wasn't there in in, in, you know inside the the home um with you know with getting an advance but uh it it wasn't hard but it wasn't easy either and yes they did have quotas but they also had they would um incent you right so you know your first five you'd get 0.2% or something like that of whatever the advance would be. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it was incentive-based. Uh, I just didn't like the corporate politics, you know, and, and all the cubicles and everyone staring at everybody and who's going to the washroom, who's going for a smoke. and All that. Happened. Yeah, it was, and it was nuts. Like the water cooler and people
1: actually just, like, gossip crap. Yeah, it was of? lots of it. That's the difference different instruction.
0: We just tell you to your face. feet, Yeah. More <laughs> straight up. We're in there it's just like you know you start getting an argument in front of you know you could be in a room like you can have like 10 desks right now. I know in right? the space. In the space. Yeah. And um and that's how tight. It's like it, it it's it's the it can't it's work. Giving it, me it, creeps actually, yeah, just thinking nuts, about it. Man. It's not um, it's, it's
1: not a good environment.
0: No. It was it, it's not for everybody. It definitely wasn't for me.
1: So why did you okay so from the baking uh
0: yeah, for 16 for si- six really plot, at the age of 16 i started so it's funny i bread.
1: i was baking as a kid 13 14 from michelle's bakery yeah right and doing croissants and shit that, yeah. that was one of my first jobs Yeah, i was just doing did. pop six yeah so, that, that's, <laughs> so, that's amazing. so how 30 do you go in the morning how do you go from there but that's a nice smell in the morning man every it day it that's is. a really nice smell it, it actually wakes you up really nice yeah so how do you go from there to the banking world
0: uh, so yeah, in between there, I was warehouse supervisor, warehouse supervisor for uh, Leon's Furniture. That was just a, an ad I saw in a newspaper, and I sold myself, and I got it. Wow! Um, so I was already like eighteen, nineteen, um, hustling. Yeah, as warehouse supervisor. Then I get got warehouse manager, and then from there I left. Um, yeah, and then so then the bank came up again. I was on my lunch at you know at the, at the warehouse, and uh, this ad came up for the bank and. There I am. I got the job. It was all, at th- that point, it was all newspaper ads. It wasn't Indeed. It wasn't Kijiji. <laughs> it's a different world. It was just the Toronto Sun opening the back, or I think it was the back page. Well, before the Sunshine Girl. Yeah. Um, and seeing all the classifieds and all the job opportunities. And that was it. Yeah. And two years there. Uh, two years there. And
1: yeah. what was the straw that just said to you, I'm, I'm out of here, I'm gone. All the gossip, uh, another,
0: all the office. Yeah, so all the office politics. BS. Yeah. Um, so again, another newspaper ad. I ended up being a car salesperson, used car
1: salesperson. That's a hard job, man. I've known a few friends back that in the 20s. That
0: was... You got to work. Yeah.
1: Relationships. Yes. But well, you probably learned a lot. I did. About people, personalities,
0: character. And that's where, that's who... So, going if you look back at kind of what I've, my experience is, a lot of it has been sales and people learning, people reading, people how to communicate with them.
1: That's a paramount skill in construction.
0: Yeah yeah it is very key yeah um so funny enough yeah used car sales that's where i met my wife <laughs> i only lasted nine months that's it yeah she was coming in buying a car no no she would actually work there she was a receptionist yeah she was a receptionist uh so yeah used car salesman hooks up with the receptionist and uh <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie <laughs> yeah anyways long story short you know 16 years later we're together nice um married for 13 nice um but yeah then i made the big move um so what
1: the construction what like what happened my father-in-law
0: her her dad her dad yeah he was making good money uh with uh lee rocca forming uh based out of here in oakville
1: yeah i know um
0: he worked there for 30 plus years He's, he's retired now he's living his dream in portugal but um you know i just saw opportunity to learn like get on the tools um, I've never, you know, never did it before. Never. I don't even have my family. I have business that was in my family. my fam- next nice question. So, yeah. I have business in my family. Okay. Um, so my father had a cleaning business, uh, very, very good janitorial service, uh, business. Um, so like I did a lot of his invoicing and accounting and stuff like that growing up, you know, when I got first PC, like 14, 15 years old, uh, so, school. again, learning business. And learning business, and it was through my father. Um, so, I ha- you know, um, I got a lot of family in, in, in construction, uh, whether it's in forming, windows and doors, uh, roofing. Um, my father was never – he was handy. He was handy as heck, very handy. Um, you know, he could drywall, patch, paint, you know, build shelves in the garage, yeah. whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, going in, so going into that, yeah, So I, um, so I decided to take the opportunity. He needed someone on his crew. At uh, that time, you know, with six guys. Today, that's rare. You're lucky to have three or How far back are we talking about
1: here? Um, so uh,
0: so DLC 10 years, but before that? So I would say about 2006. Okay, So not too long ago. 2006, 2007. Okay, all yeah. right. Well, 15 years. Yeah, yeah, so you're working was, with uh, him for five or so? No, I, I worked with him for about two years okay. until he, uh, one time, uh, an engineer, a soil engineer t- told me to keep digging footings in aurora yeah, and in i aurora. and i and i told my father on listen i'm not doing this anymore um you know this guy is telling me to keep going down he's just down. standing around right yeah and does he have that little uh um, well, he's got that, that that that
1: stupid press
0: thing press, yeah. i know so
1: the press thing and i keep on looking at them going how the hell it's like a little spring little mini jack like
0: i this. guess it. i guess it tells you the pressure or some sort of retention I, or that I,
1: I know but Everybody physically is different, so couldn't you press it more and, and get a false reading? Yeah, and all they care about is that they press it and I guess it hits 70, 75 kpa, right? Right. And I'm like, yeah. So fine, it covers your ass. You seventy five kpa.
0: Build a house. That's yeah. what you could do. But and I mean, my father, my father in law, like he was he was a foreman, and he says, listen, if you get a fifty m dowel, four feet, and you just drop it, if it sinks, you got to keep going down. That's <laughs> how they did it. Well, that's like that was old school before any of this, right? I know, but now with history. Oh yeah, you. It, so, so they the started technology. They makes. eventually
1: started keeping records. So now we started learning where in the city has a kind of soil. Correct. So you it, going in there already? It, technically, you didn't need the soil geotech crap bullshit. because right. There's already a record of it. Right. But I guess you have to do it for every single structure if you're building new.
0: If you're building new, yeah, then you'd have to do it. Just Especially for governments. And That's bridges. why. And it's yeah. like t- uh, concrete. Every pour they do, they you know test slump. Has to, has yeah, the slump right. Yeah. Just
1: for the record, so if anything happens, they it have someone tested. to blame. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> to blame, uh, you know. So you got constantly. tired of that. Got out of That's that. That's where I
0: learned all my, you know, drills and hammers and tool belt and skill saw, skill saw. You know, bracing two the by four. The brand five, two skill by eight. saw or the skills brand skill saw. Okay, yeah, electric, all right. electric. Uh that time, there was no 20 or 60 volt or anything like that. So it was all electric, you know, electrocuting yourself in the winter, the, the usual. I'm sure back in that day, <laughs> some
1: guys probably tried to take the Audiovox mobile phone battery and try to connect it to a saw to make it work <laughs> or some <laughs> shit like that. Who I don't knows? know. Who we knows? don't know. We don't know. I'm sure people were experimenting. Yeah. So that, that enough of that, and then you had to leave there?
0: Uh, so I didn't leave forming completely. Then I went into another family member, uh, who's my uncle. He had a mid-rise concrete company called United Concrete Forming. That's a, um, that's he hard still operates work. today um i loved it because of perry working with perry perry scaffolding uh the perry sky um you know what we would do all the all the walls in perry Uh, i'm sure you've heard of perry yeah yeah uh, bridges and stuff like that um fantastic fantastic because they're
1: to work with they're basically professional that's all as as professional as you can get
0: yeah right yeah and it's amazing how like they, you just give them the plans and they'll they'll ship everything to you. It's a standard they'll sh- ship you over. At I, I know all the Lego. I know, <laughs> and then you
1: enjoy doing it, putting yeah. it together
0: scaffolding, the sky decks, and then you, they figured out everything. Right, that's why you. Enjoy right, it. and then yeah. you get into your beams and stuff like that. So then you, you know, you got to do everything out of your three quarter ply veneer and everything like that, right? Um, so you know, columns, columns, but yeah. So then I did mid rise for another well, year and a half. I think the highest I ever got was uh, in terms of. You know, floors, I believe it was six floors, it was an elevator shaft. Uh, it was my last job, Keel in 407, just on, the, just on the southwest corner there. There's a little commercial building. But, uh, yeah, I left there. Any um,
1: office politics in Midrise? No. I hear there's a lot of blinders. Every trade yes. just sticks to their own. There's such segregation. Yes. Nobody wants to help each other out.
0: Yeah. Especially if the steel men were outsourced.
1: Which is a shame, because yeah. why not be a collective and work together? together? But I guess I don't, I can't speak, because I'm not a part of that world, never right. enter that world. I just don't, I don't understand that world. Yeah. Right? And then there's
0: the whole union and non-union world.
1: That's the other, that I'll, I'll never will That's what able. separates, that's yeah. what
0: separates that, too.
1: Yeah, it's true. And then there's rules about how many non-union you can have on, and
0: yeah, I know, it's just like...
1: But we don't need a knock on the door. No, 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 no. We don't. No, we don't. I don't need tires slashed. I don't no. need any of that shit. Not yeah. saying that
0: any of the union guys ever did that. Yeah.
1: Not saying that. Yeah. No,
0: no, absolutely not. But okay. They should work collectively though.
1: I I I think it would I don't know. I just I don't see happiness
0: on no. those job no. sites. And I've been
1: on those job sites just to do some video content and work with people and stuff like that. And you walk in and it's almost like walking into that bank corporate environment.
0: Yes. There's yes. just
1: there's just no cubicles. Right. There's just people that are creating cubicles around them. Right. And I I don't I don't get it. Why not have some happiness here? I don't know. Or I'm just being too naive,
0: I guess. There's not a, it's not everywhere. It's Got a it. very very small percentage where everyone's kinda happy. Yeah. Um, in those type of environments. It's punching a punch um, in the clock, go to the Especially high rise. You don't mean like a lot of people go in there punch, yeah. punching clocks.
1: And there's a lot of high rise going on in Toronto. Twenty new towers by Yorkdale right now, it's going on right yeah, now. That's crazy. Which is insane. Insane. Which is great for us, construction industry, lots of work. Absolutely. There's more than enough room for more people to come in, learn a lot. Yep. Right. Yep. And I guess meet a lot of people,
0: but I don't know if you're going to meet great people, but. Well, yeah. the, I think the most important part right now, and, and I think it's very scarce, especially with the baby boomers retiring is, and you've always talked about it on your previous podcasts is, um, you know, getting these young people to get onto a skilled trade. I remember when I was in high school, they kept pushing computers on me, computer engineering. Which was important. Yeah. But I didn't know how to, I didn't need to know how to replace a hard drive out of a PC yeah. or a power supply. Yeah. You know what I mean? They stopped teaching any kind of trade. HTML. They, the trade. wasn't a part of it anymore. Yeah. I, I, and like uh, in my high school, they didn't have shop. I know very few high schools did. Um, you know, we had our mechanic shop, but we didn't have like woodworking.
1: They removed mine when I was there. They were in the middle of removing it which made no sense, like the old general machines, right? Yeah. Like the old, like, these machines would last forever. Yeah. And then you start wondering. Now I start wondering, okay, where where, they, where did they go? Right. Who did they send them to or something like that, right? Right. I mean, it'd, it'd be a shame if they were just demolished, like, scrap, uh, metal. I wouldn't be surprised. Because <sighs> those are good machines. Put in a
0: museum somewhere.
1: <laughs> 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 but yeah and, and that's another thing and, and I've, I've, I've been very vocal about trying to get monty the ministry of labor on the show to start talking about this and That'd part really of your neat. job is to kind of get all this trade stuff back into high schools i think every tradesperson person you talk to says that you don't start it at post you start it at high school right it's uh, post is too late right right so if a kid's got a an interest for it a passion for it i think it has to happen at high school level
0: absolutely Okay. absolutely but that. then you're
1: dealing with helicopter parents and safety and safety i think safety is the biggest gallery. concern and all that crap right safety so. is biggest
0: concern one of my employees he actually just started at george brown on a renovation program and uh you know safety is obviously they got to teach safety before they even get into skill saws and stuff like that so it's already two weeks of that which is good i think the safety is very important everyone should be taught that um but um
1: but they're also. I wish. I
0: just wish it was in the high school level. I think it needs to be. That program sooner. should be in that high school level. Isn't it?
1: Isn't it funny, Derek, that there's a disconnect when you have a child, and some of the first gifts that you give a child, a boy, are the toy
0: trucks. Like I, right.
1: as a grown man, I still have my Tonka dump truck. Nice, and it's still in good condition. It's not rusted. I still have it. Right. I don't know why. I still. Have, I still have my communion suit. Nice. Which is like smaller than my T-shirt, like it's just <laughs> insane. But I mean, like my mom kept it, so it's like I still have it. But I think that it's funny that as a kid, parents will feed that that passion. Yeah. But for some weird reason, there's a disconnect from that moment to getting into high school, and then there's no talk about trades at that moment. Yeah. And but the thing is, I think maybe some kids are actually I want to talk about trades. Mm. I I actually enjoy it. I like watching Uncle, Dad, brother. I like watching them work and but maybe the conversation is just cut off and just said no you're going to go to it no you're going to go to the bank commerce accounting yeah lawyer doctor, lawyer doctor whatever <laughs> right yeah pilot so I, I think we need to get more of it into uh, even like even just te- i guess tease it a bit in elementary school yeah not not on the tools and shit but if you can actually just give them the basics and basics teach, like blueprint reading or building or structure how does it work a bridge How's a bridge constructed? Like, mm-hmm. I think kids would be lit up mm-hmm. looking at it and a teacher talking about that. I think they'd be interested. Maybe that's the
0: future engineers, future architects, future designers. Especially with the technology and computers that we have nowadays. Why like not? And, Why yeah, couldn't we do yeah, that? That would be actually... But
1: I've got no ear that's listening to this show yeah. that's part of the political process, right? right that's right. where I'm trying to get Monty on yeah. the show so I can oh, that'd
0: be fantastic! Ask them, right? No. Well, yeah, no, I agree
1: with you. So it's a shame that we all, we need to get the kids back into it and see yeah. what happens.
0: And even with my son and my daughter, uh, like actually the other day, I was, my daughter was helping me put siding on the shed. <laughs> you know what I mean? How but old is she? She's four. But I mean, she would, you know, <laughs> I love it. I just have her pick up the little pieces, yeah. you know, the little cuts off the siding and stuff yeah, like that. I get know. her involved. Yeah. She wanted to help daddy while my son's playing Xbox in the basement, right? Um, so <laughs> 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 how ironic. Um, but the, yeah, it's also teaching her kids and, 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 and giving them. Listen, I love what we do. And I think most people that are on the show love what they do. Yeah. And I think um, that's the reason why we're here, um, to share our love. Yeah. And why not show that to our friends or family or kids, right? Um, so I, I, I would never take that away. I would never take that away. But there is a,
1: like, Derek, honestly, there is a
0: generation that
1: has been construction all, like the whole family, grandfather, father, son, and at some point, one of them doesn't want their kid.
0: They say usually it's third generation. Is that what it is? It's yeah. the third one? The third one. They just well, they say the third one screws up. Because they've they seen it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I guess they just don't see. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting. I'm sure like, you, you see that weatherness in yeah. some, and they don't want to be doing that. They rather have an, or find an easier job. And that's where the whole TikTok or IG crap and all right. this other shit, right? Right. And I mean, sure, you can make
0: money that way, but you could also make money and have a passion for something too. Yeah, you just, that one, that one really tickles me. The social media, yeah, like people trying to make money on social media. I mean, hey, you make your money. It is what it is, but um, I don't know. I, I just feel like there's going to be like zero hands-on in God knows how long, but maybe twenty years, thirty years, maybe sooner. I don't know. Well, that's all about easy money.
1: That's exactly it. Easy I, minimum amount of work, maximum amount of return. Right. That's all it is. Right. Yeah, there's no such thing as hard work anymore. <sighs> well, there is, but but won't there's be. A, it's it's not the norm. Right. You're yeah. the odd. Right. That's what it is. And, and I, I know you're saying, man, I totally. But people that are on social media, they got to understand that not everybody's going to be Mr. Beast. Not everybody's going to be that one in a million that's going to get an offer to buy your content for a billion dollars, whatever. Right. There's a billion people on this planet, man. And, yep. and probably two thirds of them are playing with social media. And you're hearing about one. So, I mean, it's not everybody no. that is going to do and that. It depends on the content, of course. But I definitely think that we need more people, younger kids, are getting into the trades because they can be the future city builders. Yes. Whether it's commercial, engineered, industrial, you can innovate, figure out what's next, like contribute to this city, and be – that's the unfortunate thing about Toronto. Toronto could actually be – and Canada could be such a force on the global side. Like so much shit we started – got a lot of land. Yeah. So much shit started in this country, and then we don't milk it. We don't harvest it. Like We don't like nurture it. I
0: feel like we just compact it, right? You look or at your big cities. Or choke it. Yeah. That's what we you look do. look at our big cities. Yeah. The other day, I saw a map. It's funny. I saw a map of subway system in New York, and then you look at— uh, was, I, I think it was on—I don't know where I saw it on Instagram. Don't,
1: don't. Yeah, I saw that, too. And I'm going— Two lines in Toronto. Yeah. And, and then you look at the Paris, spider web. The Paris. Paris. London, New York. Like, why? It's disgusting. That it is. Ours is so poorly designed. Unreal. And then you can't really point it at anybody, whoever was responsible for that design. Right. But yeah, and, and that's work. You know what I mean? But I'm also fascinated, like, if you ever look at subway systems in St. Petersburg, you ever see for subway systems in Washington, D.C., they actually put, like, stone coffered ceilings and, like, intricate work and, like, design, and they actually put, what do we get? We get, like, crappy ceramic tile crap right like how about we just make it a lot more interesting man right i've been arguing over and over that if i was ever a civil engineer i would put a tunnel from the 427 to the dvp brilliant so you bypass the whole city if i ever need to get to the east end which happens all the time Mm -hmm. why don't we just dig a tunnel right from the 427 right to the dvp yeah, and I'll get to the East End in what ten minutes? Yep. without any headaches whatsoever. Right, but I'm not a civil engineer, and I'm not one of the irate people that are going to be living along the lake shore that are going to be upset because there's drilling going on underneath where I'm living. Makes sense. It's called an infrastructure. It's called yeah. a city, and we city. need to expand. We you do. can't kick I think out it's too everybody. Late though. It, well, it's it. It, it, it would be cost trillions. Yeah, by the time it actually gets done, if it ever gets approved. Right, but that's, nothing's impossible. It's all yeah. about. I, it's money, money, but I mean also abuse of money. Like, how long's the LRT on Eglinton taken? Mm-hmm. How many delays? Mm-hmm. Money's still pouring. There's a joke right now on social media, but like I don't care. I'm getting paid every day, right? I don't care. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should care, Because yeah. guess what? It's your taxpayer dollars that That's are paying well. for this, man. It's true. So it's like every it affects everybody. Absolutely. But I don't even know how we got into that whole tangent,
0: man. Yeah, I don't know. Either. I don't. Okay, so <laughs> so, so you awesome. left. You left dad. You <laughs> yeah. left your
1: dad working there, and then from there. So where was that gap between there and starting DLC?
0: Yeah. So DLC. So then I had a little partnership with uh with a buddy of mine uh, into just like general renovations. Um, he was uh, his dad was a painter. Um, but I also that's where I also got involved with um, uh, smart home. Oh, so I have a little bit of smart home background. I used to rough in all the houses for a contractor, so I was a sub. Me and my partner. We were called the good guys. I <laughs> actually love that company name, the good guys. That's nice. Um, and yeah, we did that for two years. Um, First time diving into diving into smart home. And it was really simple. It was just, they'd give us a drawing and take cat six, take cat five from here to here, cat three from here to here, you know, coax, RG six, yeah. alarm wire, yeah. 22, four. Um, so, but we would just do rough ins. We, and him and I would crush, like we'd go to this one site. I'll never forget in Brampton Gore road and Gore road and queen uh, country homes was the builder. And uh, they're big we were smashing twelve semis in one day. They're a big builder. Yeah, they're a big builder. I was up at they the offices great. recently. Great to work with. Yeah, I wanted. to. Yeah, I'm trying to sure remember great. his uh, Anthony. Big, big, tall guy. Anthony? No.
1: Uh, no. I can't remember his name. No, Anthony. But uh, yeah, I met him. Sorry, I yeah. met him briefly, and then he was giving me the lowdown on country homes. Good.
0: Yeah, we did Innisville. We did, you know, we did, you know, at the, I had a, we had a site in Innisville. So yeah, this um this 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 company called Built In Technologies uh, Grand Alarms Deluxe Alarms. Okay. Um. You know, they gave us opportunity to, you know, make, make money, but you had to wear a cart. And it was like a per unit, you would get paid per unit. So it was like something like every semi you did, you'd have, you know, $150 in it. So it was like him and I crushing, you know, six houses each, for example, vacuum. And you know, you're just running the lines. Yeah, yeah, just getting as, like, pumping as many houses as you could. It was tiresome, but the money was awesome. A lot of fishing? Or everything's exposed. Everything's exposed. So that's where I got into you know, I already had a lot of like tool and framing and that's where I really got to, I'm a, I love to picture things. If I see something like that, that wood thing behind you, that's awesome. But, like, I might, like that gives me, that'll give me a, you know, an idea somewhere else. You yeah, know what I mean? someone's already, I had leftover. I love it. And they took it. Yeah.
1: Like you want it? Go ahead. I yeah. stained too many of them, but take
0: it. And it gives me the, uh, you know, the, the whole soundbar wave thing. Why not try
1: shit? Yeah. We're in yeah, construction. Man. We yeah. know how to build things, man. Yeah, Why yeah, not I know. So
0: um, where was I getting that, Derek? So you guys were running wire and everything. At the yeah, time? running wires, and that's where I got, to, you know, got to see. We were we work closely with electricians and plumbers. You had to. Yeah, had to. Um, yeah, HVAC. So I saw a lot of that happening. Um, so what's
1: the rule? Parallel, never cross.
0: Parallel, never cross. That's it. If you, you cross, it. you just basically
1: ruin everything. Ruin everything for the next guy. So as long as you're parallel now you got it okay
0: you got it then you ask the guy
1: do you know what parallel means
0: <laughs> <laughs> just in the case. wave of the ocean yeah exactly <laughs> right so it's um so yeah then i uh so then we parted ways uh my partner and i and then that's where i opened up dlc installations when my son was born um dlc stands for derek lucas cindy I uh see. yeah so that's got to like um a little a little meaning behind it it's um, like jeff
1: from gl plumbing yeah gl
0: is his two kids two kids um i'm
1: not having a third because i don't want to add
0: another letter to the company that's yeah, so my issues you know my <laughs> my daughter's you know my daughter's not in it but that's where the, that's where dlc <laughs> came okay. from so i started off uh you know with just smart home rough in but also finishing
1: but you didn't know anything about smart home like you didn't know so
0: getting it, it while i'm I've, amazed that derek that you just dive right in i do I Until I, today, I dive right in. Just dive right in. Yeah, You'll figure out how to do it. With theory. Got it. With a lot of theory. Common sense, street smart. Um, or just have the ball. Educate, so just to educate the yourself. yourself. Educate it. yourself. Go on YouTube. Go on Google. Get yeah. a second opinion. Yeah. It may not be the best place to go get it, but use your opinion Learn. and cross it. Cross it with Google. Cross it with YouTube and make a decision, right? Um, I've been doing that a lot in the last decade. I think you have to.
1: You do. I think to advance and to learn, but also keep you sharp.
0: Yes, you have to. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right. Um, so then, yeah, I uh, I ended up getting a builder. I still work with him today. He gives me about two houses, three houses a year, rough in, finish. Um, so it's you know it's it's they're nice on a yearly basis, um, and uh, the whole renovation thing honestly was a dive in.
1: So someone came to you and asked you, "Can, Can you, you do, do a uh, I for think me? my
0: first job as a reno was just a stand-up shower in a townhouse a brand new townhouse and that was roughed in and everything and at that time youtube was around believe it or not and uh well yeah it was around even some time yeah um and i you know i said i love this i enjoy this i love building i remember like even as a kid i mean we all had lego and all that back in the day but i love trial and error i love building um being tested you know um this was a standard shower it was a standard shower okay. ruffin was there i think we did move the trap slightly a couple inches over what were you using for substrate were you using uh, for dry dry pack waterproof was that uh, but we were using the um, red guard red guard red guard um when i did the first bathroom okay yeah so it, again it was i was just at that that was my first bathroom my first reno and i kind of expanded from there and i built client base um i don't market i just have social media i have so a, those clients were happy they were to mouth to somebody else and well, i'll be honest with you first two three years were tough they were nasty probably pretty much worked for free hard work yeah. yeah worked for free um after the second or third year once you start building client base and people are happy with you it was the sky was the limit they just called yeah the only issue is that you, you can't be everywhere at once but so uh, how did you solve that problem well, then I, you know, employee, and getting employees, I took took me some time. Where were you finding them? Uh, uh, Facebook again, word of mouth, just yeah. getting, you know, he, she, you know, does your son need a part time job? Does he need a full time job? Does he want to learn something. Up? They were showing up today. That's all the, my that's impl- the biggest problem today. All my employees. I have. I'll be honest with you. I've had, uh, I don't know, maybe nine or ten employees in my past, which two of them are still with me uh, currently. So we're three in total. Um. And they're labor helpers. Some, you know, you know your, you know their positives and their negatives. Um, their, you know, their strengths, strengths and weaknesses, weaknesses is what I meant. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was uh, every. So what I was trying to get to is every employee that's worked with me, we've never left in bad terms. They've always learned something, and so they, they still ended reach
1: up out to you. They still call you. I speak to that's, them. That's huge. Man. My first
0: one would have been Tristan. That's would have been my first employee.
1: Don't leave on a bad term. Don't leave because someone's offering you another job for a dollar more or some shit like that. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. They left
0: on good, good yeah, causes. That's good. Um, to hear. Whether they want to better their life, go to school, or they stayed in the trade. I taught. I now was one of the biggest that was one of the biggest um, how do I say this? Uh, accomplishments You're of proud having of. Ne- proud, of, You're of, proud of of, of it. my of yeah. having an employee and teaching them. And then them taking what you've taught them. And go out in the real world. Because some of them are informing. Some of them, you know, open up their own business. Yep. Um, you know, one one ended up being a paramedic operator for, for, for Toronto and paramedics. Um, yeah, they either went in the trade or it was for a really good cause. And yeah. we, yeah, never never lost any ties. I don't know if it's because of the person that I am. Or, you know, the, the personality that I have. I'm not that one to scream, but when shit goes wrong shit goes wrong and yeah. everybody knows yeah. <laughs>
1: but i mean it's, it's just funny how i think there was one person on the show that actually said that you're on a job site for eight hours or whatever it is you got eight hours of opportunity to learn appreciate ask questions or you I can just have eight hours and put your earbuds on and just zone out and just fucking do the job i love when people ask me questions and just learn yeah you got an opp- you got
0: eight hours yep learn yep. yep
1: not even if you don't ask just watch Mm. and learn because it's a construction you can watch and you can actually learn right right it's the best youtube out there yeah a job site yeah with a real life person right there right there hands-on experience real life
2: <sighs>
1: let me talk a little history here derek yes, sir any idea what the three biggest construction projects in this year have been in gta uh no this is oh. global oh Oops. so i can tell you uh two of them in the u.s and one's in the
0: middle east one's got to be a stadium of some sort no. no. Stadium, no arena. M- uh, there's MLS. Plant no. how do you, plant Vogel. Vogel.
1: I think Plant Vogel. Units three and four with an estimated cost of, oh, just a measly 30 billion. Jeez. The addition of these two units will, plant, will make Plant Vogel in Waynesboro, Georgia, the largest nuclear plant in the U.S. as of this year, uh, just recently, August. Hmm. Uh, they have three of them approved to load fuel. Well. second one is dubai land dubai yeah dubai land Wire infrastructure another measly 76 billion uh seeks to one-up the every major theme park in the world being three times the size of disney world whoa <laughs> <laughs> oh wow and has been construction since uh 2003 they got started uh fundraising created a very slow construction pace and uh in the past two three years the area has launched legoland in dubai Wow. Uh, And there's a famous Dubai butterfly garden. And then California high-speed rail. They've been talking about that for the longest time. And that's got just a measly $98 billion price tag attached to that. Uh, It's called the HSR, California high-speed rail. Uh, Controversial because it's proposed to connect the southern cities of San Diego and L.A. to northern cities like San Francisco and Sacramento. But since being pitched in 2008... Projected cost of 33 billion has since soared to 98 billion, and the, its goal comp, uh, compilation date of 2020 now 2033. Hmm. Man, who's off on these numbers here, man? Like 2020, 2033 instead of 2020, and three times the cost, the budget. Yeah. How do you estimate that? I, you know what I don't. <laughs> what I don't like is that it's funny how you hear about these commercial projects, yeah. and how these budgets just balloon. Schedules just balloon. And if you try an ounce of that in custom rentals, you're slapped. Mm -hmm. And then you're the bad guy. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's a negotiation on the final bill. Always a negotiation. And then you watch the news and you're like, but, 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 but. And it doesn't apply to us, right? All right. So now we finally got to DLC. So you start DLC. How is that?
0: Love it. I love working on my own. Um, well, not on my own, but business for self. Um, what was the
1: first lesson that you learned doing, like going on your own now? First lesson, oh, I don't know, like the first green light that you realized, oh, I didn't
0: realize that this is working on my own now. I guess, I guess it was my first HST quarterly. <laughs> oh, painful, <huh? laughs> yeah,
1: those are painful. Painful. Revenue Canada should just send you a little tub of uh, Vaseline along with that
0: bill. Eh? Absolutely. It's Absolutely, it's but hey, we collected for them, so we gotta, we gotta give it back to a certain point, right? One of my favorite places at King and Dufferin, book keep,
1: bookkeeping stuff, is uh, Island Foods, yep. King and Dufferin. Yep. Uh, that corner now is being turned into a condo. Mm-hmm. They used to have a sign up there when you were ordering the food. Uh, we don't charge tax; we collect it.
0: Makes sense. It's true. Makes sense. A lot of young people use that business. actually. <laughs> well, a lot of young people
1: they, they figure it's a windfall. Yeah. But you're supposed to collect it and put it away in a separate account and hang on to it because when you get your HST your tax quarterly you have to guess what, pay it, pay it. Not we're on you. Yeah, that's true. That's actually a good point. That would yeah. be a little bit of an eye opener. Yeah. We're um, running a
0: business. Now. The bookkeeping. The bookkeeping was an eye opener. Other than that, uh, oh, and the logistics. Logistics. Obviously, that's always an ongoing thing. But getting it first started, you know, setting up your tools. Um, I th- what did I start in? Oh, I started in a Dodge Caravan. Dodge Caravan, but like a CV, a cargo van. Yeah. Um, what are you driving now? I have, I love this thing. Dodge ProMaster 3500. Yeah? High Like high roof, extended. Because it's
1: got every space that you, like, you can put everything in it. Yeah. Vans are the way to go. They are. I'm actually surprised it took so long for
0: Europe to get it over here. Yeah. And what's a Fiat. Yeah. well actually originated the Sprinter was, uh, was Daimler Chrysler yep um, then they was, split then they split with Mercedes right yeah. Mercedes Sprinter took but it but the Pro
1: Masters are Fiat's they're it's a Fiat really it's a Fiat uh, baseline yeah I'd love to see the other European bands coming into this country too but I think maybe Benz has got something to do with not letting them in possibly I don't know and why hasn't GM yeah. What's with GM not? And they used to
0: have like their savannas were workhorses.
1: Everybody has like, I, but I don't, why didn't they ever go with a route of a high roof? And I don't know. There's got to be a reason. I guess maybe focus on trucks. Yeah. Keep but, more focus but the on the industry trucks. is changing to vans. I honestly believe yeah, no, that there's more vans than pickup trucks. Yeah. If you're con- even concrete guys I know are vans. Mm-hmm. But if you're hardscaping, landscaping, sure, pickup trucks make sense. Right. But every other trade, it's a van. It's a van. Yeah, and then you can get a smaller van for condo high rise work. Of course, so you can fit Easy it parking. in there.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> but I mean, yeah. So the van makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, you know, you can fit fourteen foot trim right down the middle if you'd want. You have a four by twelve drywall, and I have all my tools there, and they're not wet because I used to have a Ram fifteen hundred um, with a cab or no with cab? a cab with a cab. Okay, and I had a tonal cover. Then I put the cab on. Still wasn't happy with. But it. Then you're breaking. Then back, I got a Vino's. Got dig in. There. Then I got a Vino's trailer. Got it. Sometimes you'd take your trailer and you wouldn't. And then that's when you'd forget certain tools. You have to drive back or buy. I don't know how many caulking guns I have. <laughs> no, like,
1: I just found four. Yeah. And you're it like. It just makes sense. How did you, and then the knives, like just the little things here and there. When yeah. you could just have a bucket in the van. Yeah. And it has it all there. Go in
0: there, grab that. There you yeah. go. So the van stopped all that, right? Got it. Uh, love it. What a workhorse. It's um, given me no problems. Had it for three three years now. It's twenty yeah twenty nineteen. It's going to be three years. Bought it brand new.
1: Where are they at price point wise? I know like
0: now it's stupid. Yeah, okay. I'm actually. I've never thought a vehicle would ever appreciate. To be honest with you, I guess it's because of the demand. What year is yours? Uh, twenty nineteen. So I you're, bought it. For, you were right before the madness. Yeah. Okay. Uh forty three thousand. I think I paid plus wow. HST. They're worth
1: sixty five. I paid forty two for my twenty fifteen Sprinter. Yeah. A Sprinter now is tickling
0: ninety thousand dollars. Sure, and that same truck, like I can sell used right now, seventy thousand K's for like sixty-two grand. Yeah, sixty-five. It's insane. Man. Yeah, it's love. Like I, but it, it. I wouldn't trade for the world. How's it on gas? You no, know It's not bad. It's diesel, right? No gas. It's gas. It's a six-cylinder. Six. Six. Yeah, it's um six-cylinder, three point seven, I believe, three point five. What are do you getting? Are they like seven hundred or so? No, five fifty-six. Oh, that's where the spinners are much better, man. Yeah, yeah. The, the fuel economy is.
1: I, I have a lot of weight in that. Fully back. loaded sprinter, you'll yeah. eight nine hundred. Diesel, yes, yeah, yeah. But diesel now is up to two fifty. Yeah, 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 something like that. Two twenty is, is last right time I now. It. It's insane. Yeah, gas prices um, are ridiculous. I wanted to ask you. So you started your business. How do you make Derek, ten versions of Derek, <laughs> everywhere handling twenty problems? How do you handle that? On my own. That's the biggest problem I had running your own ship. And it's like, like you said earlier, clients want to deal with you. Like as much as you introduce them to your team and they like your team, they want to deal with you. They want Derek version one, Derek version two. And I'm Derek, fine with that. And you're good with that? It's not overwhelming? It's not
0: demanding? There are times, there are times where it is overwhelming, especially yeah. when the problems and issues arrive. But I'd rather, I do rather have the client come directly to me and, and bring up an issue. Because the employees may not understand or may not have the right answer. And I actually tell all my employees, if the customer comes up to you and says, uh, why, why are you doing this? Or how come you're not doing it that way? Just see Derek. Just see Derek. Just see Derek. Oh, I just tell them, just see Derek. It's amazing. I'm here to work. Like, but You get the new guy who will say, uh, well, we're doing it this way because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> small, very, very small story. We just did a big <laughs> reno in Bolton. Uh, I, so it was a cleanup after a poor contracting. Okay. You've heard of these already. I probably get one or two of these a year. Um, and so the poor, the, so the client, our client, we just finished up last week and, uh, she had this contracting company doing work. And one of these guys, like the contractor, the business owner had this gentleman who was laying tile in the bathroom. And so she arrives from work and she goes, well, what are you doing? Well, I'm laying tile. It's like, but you're you're the laborer. I know, and then he he goes and tells her, "Oh yeah, I'm not Tile. I'm just doing it because, ABC told me to do it." So you can imagine what that shower of looked like. Of course, right? Plus the wrong thing to say. Right? Just talk to Adam. Yes. Talk to, you know, talk to Derek. Yes. You know what I mean? So how did she? Well, the whole the whole the whole project became a mess. We ended up demoing two brand new bathrooms, ripping it all out. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately there was not enough, you know, for us to do in their kitchen, the main floor. But it was um, you know, that's gonna be mediated. She's gonna try.
1: What kind of tile was destroyed? Like was it expensive?
0: Oh, actually, yeah. Ouch. Yeah, especially on her main floor, uh the two by four, two foot by four feet tile, man. I Orselant. hate seeing that, man. Yeah, it's sad. Cracks, bows, unlevel he used clips, He still mind you, clips don't listen, clips <laughs> clips aren't <laughs> You can you put training
1: wheels on a motorcycle. It ain't going to make you a better rider. Correct. Okay. It's, yeah. it's like clips don't save your skill. Yeah. Right. So clearly
0: the whole process, the whole outcome of this job was just absolutely atrocious workmanship for the price she paid. Yeah. where did like she, she find this or how did she source out? Oh, you're going to love this one. <laughs> Facebook, Renault guys or Renault, find a Renault. I don't know. I don't know It's that. one of those, it's one of those, uh, you you input your name, like it's an inquiry form, and they send you three of their top contractors. It's not like Smart Reno or something like that. Maybe Smart Rental.
1: Because
0: that's I'll kind of... I'll get back to you on that. Okay, I'll, uh, I'm just curious I'll have to, about it. Yeah, anyways, was on. she went on Facebook, she wanted to get a rental, so she she chose this one guy. And she's actually going to try to, she can't, well, she could, but she wants to try to, this company, get them involved, because they're... Sending to consumers shady people.
1: It's a race to the bottom. Yeah. Right. And that's what I have a problem with some of these platforms. Like, I'm not a huge fan of these platforms uh, because they just want to get as many contractors signed up for it. You'll get 10,000 leads. You'll get X amount of jobs out of those leads and you'll make your year. Right. Is it good workmanship? We don't know that. Right. Are there horror stories? Probably. Probably. But I mean, it's like. Do you think that clients kind of surf Instagram because I think they would be savvy enough to know that a lot of good
0: contractors are on social media? Not everybody. It's just one of those things that a lot of clients and I find a lot of consumers, they don't do their due diligence. They're so on price. They're so on negotiating. They're so on getting that estimate line by line that you forget one thing. Ask for references. Ask for photos. The work. Ask for previous work. How about we ask clients to have a
1: conversation with a potential tradesperson that they want to hire and do not discuss the price. Do not bring it up. Do not talk about it. Do not do, talk about everything else. Right. Except the price. Except the price. At the point where at the end of the interviewer, you're talking to this person, whether digitally or in person. At the very end, you start discussing price. Absolutely. That way you can get a better sense of who that person is and that business that they built and the work that they're going
0: to bring to the table. Yep. Then you discuss price. That's the I think it's a proper way to do it. And that's it the way be. I've been doing it for a good chunk of time.
1: Plus, also, I really wish that clients would look for three, very similar pricing. Mm. Like, if you're getting three, one's low, one's high, one's in the middle. Low is either line, high is either line, middle might be right, or vice versa. We don't know. It's a shell you game at that point. Yeah. We don't know which is which. Yep. You, as a client, should honestly be finding minimum two, ideally three, three. They're relatively similar. Basically it means that they're running a business properly. They have all the right insurances. They're having all the right paperwork. Everything's proper. If those three prices are all within five to ten percent, then okay. you're talking to the right your apples and apples at that game. You're right. But I, I totally agree with you. They wanna hear the Willy Wonka golden ticket. What? Your price is what? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, sure. You're hired. Yeah. But they, don't, they haven't talked about skill. They haven't talked about work. They haven't spoken to a reference. They haven't seen All anything. All price derived. It's the worst thing you can do. It in is.
0: And every I'd say a good chunk of consumers, uh, if I were to throw out a percentage, probably 75 to 80% are like that. And the other 10, 15%, 20% are you know, derived by actually doing their information. Homer. Or, and this is how I get most of my clients is i'm hey derek i got your number from abc you did her bathroom three months ago i'd like to come i love those i call that a hot lead yeah i love those yeah and that's your. I, I run to those
1: yeah your job's like almost done yeah at that point you're already sold you got to deliver what you've built yeah as a brand yeah that's all you have to do yeah that's why you worked all those extra hard hours That's why you did what you did. That's why you spent a little bit extra care, effort with this client or that client, and you ate a few hundred bucks here or whatever. That's why you did all that. That's right. And then you got this hot lead, which is totally what happens all the time. Yep. But I mean, how do we do that? They're getting their education from other platforms that are not the right platforms
0: to get it from. Right. And that goes to these platforms where they're not doing their due diligence. The, The clients, the consumer thinks... These platforms are doing their due diligence
1: for them. For them. But they're not. They're not vetting them. No. No way they're vetting them. And as in fact, these consumers are giving them their budget. Yeah. They're giving them a like they probably even emailed them, asked them oh, like, yeah. oh, listen, what do you think uh three It's part of their form. Costs? Yeah. It's part of their form. But that's there's no set price in construction, man. Like everything's different. We don't know what tile you chose. We don't know how big the shower is. We don't know if there's mechanical that needs to be moved. We don't know if you're adding luxury items. We don't know any of this shit. Yep. How can we give you a ballpark? There's no such thing as a ballpark for that. Right. It doesn't right. apply. I like to give allowances. Of course. Yeah. Because let them have the freedom to choose low, medium, medium high. high. Yep. Then you can't be dreamed. But I mean, also couple-wise, mm-hmm. please be on the same page. Yeah. And also spend- Oh, that's a tough one. Spend the time <laughs> to do the research before the actual hammer starts to swing. hmm I really wish that they would actually, instead of one partner dismissing the other partner, going, I don't have time to look at this. I've got to finish this. i got to do this. i got to take care of the kids here. i got to do this. No, no. You both should actually just, you're planning an extensive rental. Mm -hmm. If you start whatever, a kitchen. Kitchen these days is what? Anywhere from 75 to 100K. Mm -hmm. You're going to spend 75 to 100K and you want to just have a dismissive conversation? No, you should have us literally sit down, pull up the classroom table and chair and sit down and figure this shit out. Absolutely. That's what they should really do. Because guess what? Good trades out there are already doing that for you. Yep. And they're presenting their numbers. Yep. Which are extremely valuable and their time is valuable. So they just want to respect you. So all we're asking is that you turn around and respect us. Absolutely. So do your homework. And don't keep looking for the crappy. Don't keep looking for the price that you want.
0: Understand what things cost. Yes. It's a good, good thing I tell the clients. A lot of things. Oh, yeah, I can get a 36-inch vanity for $400. Well, I can that, get a car for $400. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Am I going to like it?
0: Right. Right. You know what I mean? So, it, uh, you know, having them go to these build bo- big building box stores, understanding what drywall costs and framing, and, or lumber rather, you know, trim and the difference between MBF and pine, and that's important. It is 100%. Very important. Very important. And well, I, I, again, that comes with research. And they don't want to do it. No. they they. A lot of them want to hear you say it. So, then it's been discussed? No, they want like they, they you. You take care of it. Yeah, yeah. You, they want me to give the knowledge to them, which I'm fine. I'm doing. But now, if it's another contractor who's giving, like, not to say that my knowledge is 100% correct. No, it's based no on, one's on perfect, your experience and based jobs on what you've done. Right. Yeah. Someone else might have a different opinion. Another contractor, another tradesman might have a different opinion. So, again, it's very hard for a consumer to. There's a lot. But you know what? You, you're spending a lot of money. So why not do the homework? Why not? Do your homework. It's your home. You're not talking about buying a $90,000 Tesla or Mercedes-Benz or $30,000 caravan. Do your, do your due diligence. And in all the more reason, like these nowadays. These contractors, these tradesmen.
1: I can only assume that more and more people are staying put. Yeah. So if you're staying put and you're renovating, please first... Get rid of the idea of selling this house. Right. Right? Like, focus on how you want to live in this house. So, focus on what you want. But don't go ballistic. It's easy to walk into the grocery store with a basket, and then you're walking out with a full cart of food. It's very easy to do that. Absolutely. It's the same thing in construction. But also, be aware that you you have to have a means. Like, to your budget, you have to understand it. Mm -hmm. You can't go ballistic. If you want all this pretty stuff that you've seen on Pinterest and house, Mm -hmm. there's a dollar attached to it and there's a lot of skill attached and also hire the right person just like that job there you got expensive tile and it was done poorly now it's garbage man nothing's worse than seeing brand new material garbage sad I hate that sad I totally hate that the ultra wealthy can do that because they'll do something I don't like it it looks done or whatever and then tear it all apart do it all over again Yep. sure you're paying twice three times more and trades people don't care that you're doing that because they're being compensated right I've always said it I think clients need to go to construction school there should yeah. be a class. There should be like a little online class. Yep, that's it. Answer all these questions, and if you get a grade and you pass, and it's not fifty-one, it's got to probably be like ninety-nine. Right, got to pass. Then you're ready to actually speak to a skilled, experienced, professional, professional. tradesperson. That's right. But they won't do that. No,
0: <laughs> <laughs> they will not do that. <laughs> they and kudos will not. To, kudos to some clients, and i I have that had do a, and they show up. Yeah. They're prepared. I, I've had a very few that were very prepared. And I mean, like, building permits are done. and Yeah. Like you're, you're, you got They design. did them. They
1: applied for them? Yeah. I love those. I started doing that in the beginning. Then I started realizing, hang on a sec. That's not my job. I don't want to do it anymore. Right. Technically speaking, it's the architect's job. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Their responsibility. Yeah. They deal with the city. They deal with delays. They deal with all the emails. Yep. Mis- misinformation or missing items or yep. whatever. It's not my job. I used to do it because I was just being nice. And I was right. like, that's not my job, man. Yeah.
0: You're not being, you know, you're not getting reprimanded for it. right?
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. So let the client do it. They figure it out. And they'll quickly realize how much of a headache it is too sometimes if you yep. don't have everything proper. Yep. Then the city just shuts you down. You didn't have it signed, signed. on, <laughs> form number. <laughs> it's got to go back to the queue. Yeah. And so we'll look at it next month and all this other
0: jazz. <sighs> it's bullshit. City, city's a different story. It's, it's, it's,
1: what city is, I'm, I, I have, I've only done one job in Missaga. Didn't uh, have a headache.
0: Uh, no. But I've lately? Two or three.
1: A lot of people have been telling me that saga's bad. Toronto's not that bad. As much as people say I Toronto. I haven't had a Toronto. Yep. I mostly did Toronto. Yep. Maybe I'm just so used to Toronto. Yeah. I haven't had problems with Toronto. I just had one problem with that one dickhead inspector. That's all it was. Plumber? Plumbing? No, no. It was just a building guy. That building guy who just like, inspector? Yeah, he overstepped himself. Mm. Just annoyed the fuck out of me, man. Yeah, and I had to prove that he was wrong.
0: Yeah, I hate when they play Mr. Police Officer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm like, dude, man, it's, it's wrong. Still haven't gotten my apology. Probably never will. Probably never will. Never will, man. Yeah. So how many employees you got there? Uh, right now, two.
0: Two. Yeah, plus myself. Young guys? Uh, one is an older gentleman. Well, he's, he's in his mid-50s. Okay. Uh, and then the other one, uh, 19. That's young, man. 19. I'm, yeah, he's still I'm young. Be 51. He's, still, he's <laughs> young. But he's a good guy. So, you know, he's semi-retired. Nice. You know, he's just out to, you know, he's, he's really handy. Um, he's been with me for about uh, two years now. And then we have uh, my other one, he's 19, so he, uh, you know, he just started college. Kid. Yeah. Yeah, I just started college. Uh, he was with me for about a year and a half. Uh, prior to that, I had one, of, actually, he was my right-hand man, uh, Philippe. He was a Portuguese guy. Yeah. Uh, he, was my, he was, like, my number one. He was, he was we were, if you, uh, you, the question you asked me, if you can make another Derek, like, he he's, was, he's he was, guy. he was the guy. And I paid him like top dollar. As he moved on, yeah, he what? moved on. He went to uh, he actually went to he, he came out as a rough carpenter. Worked with me for three years in Reynolds, and then now he's in uh, he's in concrete forming. Yeah, he's in concrete. so he we went back to the union. It's not that he went back to the union. Yeah,
1: yeah. stability.
0: He had a child, right? Looking yeah. at benefits no, and no,
1: pension. I, you can't fault. No, you can't. And we till today were of course good We're close. That's that's the critical part. Yeah, like yeah. I really wish more of the younger generation would understand how important that is, man. Yeah. Because you will be in a bind and you will want to make a phone call. You will want to send a text. And you know that Derek will have the answer and he'll be more than willing to give you the answer. But if you left on bad terms, I ain't answering the phone. Oh, leave that door open. Yeah. Sometimes I actually just sit down and I just delete certain contacts. I'm like, why is this contact still on my phone? Get rid of this. Get rid
0: of this. Rid I can't this. imagine how many contacts I have. Last time I looked, it was like 600 or something. I haven't spoken like to
1: the person forever. He doesn't give a shit about me. I'll get rid of this. Who's this guy? Who's get this guy? This. Who's this guy? I can't remember this guy. <laughs> OBC talk. OBC. All right. Residential stairs. Uh, what are the different types of stairs you think?
0: Different type of stairs? Yeah. In terms of what it's built, made out of? No, no, not, um, not material-wise. Um,
1: design-wise, right? So there's, there's straight runs. Okay. There's curved runs. There's straight runs with winders. There's a minimum on winders too, eh? I think there's. Uh, you can only winders. I wouldn't. It, it's a square, and then you've got yes. Pies. pies. Right. Yep. Uh, then there's the straight runs with curve runs. That's changed it. a lot. The winders. The winders have changed. I think the because last of that time narrow. I checked, exactly. Yeah. There was faults about people tripping, tripping on that or falling down. Yeah. But it was it's the only way that tread. you could actually get the amount of stair that you needed to get to the structure without hitting the six foot eight. Minimum clearance for OBC, right? Right. So that's why people loved winders, but then the OBC came in and started changing that because there's like, oh, people are. It was the same stupid rule about the handrail height Mm. and then the spindle space. And the spindle spacing. And so their argument was the handrail height had to go higher because of elderly couldn't grab the handrail if they lost their balance. That was fair enough. The narrowness of the spindles had to get tighter because babies were putting their heads in between the spindles and getting them stuck. That's a process of elimination, mm-hmm. right? So that's all that is. Mm-hmm. But everything started changing. So stairs must have a width of what? What's the
0: minimum? Uh, or sorry, ma- uh, yeah, minimum. Minimum width of the stairs. I'd say thirty-six inches. It's two foot eleven. Two foot eleven. Well, wow. oh, 36. it's pretty narrow. Yeah. Uh,
1: inside, or, inside tread. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's or, uh, what it is. Um, but the sometimes, sometimes you get an inspector. He'll be so caught up on the handrail width to the wall. Mm. And so he doesn't look at the tread, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's the space of the handrail. And how do you argue that when you're doing small, tiny Toronto homes? Yeah, that's that's a tough one. And the moment you take out the old stair, guess what? You got to comply with all the new rules now. You got to pull back landings,
0: pull back substrates, subfloors.
1: And then the clear height over stairs measured from a straight line tangent to the tread and landing nosings to the lowest point above must not be less than?
0: It's two meters, 2.1 meters. It's actually six foot five. Six foot five, yeah.
1: Six foot five. Yeah. I thought it was six two, foot eight. Two meters, two point one. No. It's actually good. I think I've actually done a few that have been six foot five, like right on the button. And, yeah. and I've had one inspector one time actually pull out the fucking tape measure. Yeah. I'm like, dude, really? And he goes, and then he looks at you and he puts a smile and he goes, Ah, oh, you're lucky. You, <laughs> I don't think I'm lucky there. Uh, maximum height between any landing cannot be more than what? It is 12 foot two. 12 foot two. I didn't realize that one. Oh no, I didn't know that one. I either. didn't know that one. All right, Derek. Where do you want to go with DLC right now? Where are, you, what are your plans with it for the next little while? You
0: know, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, and uh, I've always been a I've always been a firm believer just to kind of go with the flow. I never wanted to be. This is going to sound stupid. I never Nothing wanted to be on the show. I wanted to. Be, I don't want to become so big, so fast. You want to ramp up? Just how? Whatever the industry does, whatever, however. I'm gonna put it this way: God takes it. You know what I mean. However, however the flow of the ocean goes, you know what I mean. Um, You're a problem
1: solver when problems arise, right? And if it's happening, it's happening for a reason, correct? And now solve it. Let's rectify it right away. Yeah, don't Don't, run from it. No, there's no point. Guess what? Because if you run from it, you turn around. That run's actually going to be a loop, and you're right back at the problem again. In the ass. So might as well just take care of it. Take care of it now. Yeah.
0: Um, But yeah, man, just kind of just keep doing what I'm doing, however I'm doing it um i've been doing okay you know food on the table got a couple of employees um every day is a problem solver some days are that's better than some days are better than others and that's just construction man i love what i do
1: what's your biggest bone to pick in construction what's um, the one thing that keeps on coming up these days that always just rears its head why
0: aren't batteries charged
1: <laughs> even worse in the winter months eh <laughs> when someone forgets it yeah. And you start the day and nothing is charged. Yeah. And you got no power on site. Yeah. And nobody brought a generator. Right. So, so, like,
0: so I, I, work out of, I work out of home. Um, so all the guys meet at my place 7 o'clock in the morning. Smart. Um, and I'll have, um, I'll have a charge. So I have a charger inside the van. And then I have another four-pack charger inside the garage. So there's absolutely no reason for batteries not to be charged. Unless somebody wants to sabotage the day. Right. <laughs> and let's just wait. 45 minutes, 60 minutes for the 60-volt battery to charge. I've got five of them. They're well, all
1: dead. What brand, <laughs> what brand are we talking about here? D-Walt. You're D-Walt, I'm huh? I'm a D-Walt guy. Yeah. You're using the big bricks? Yeah. this is a fucking heavy, man. They are. They're big. Are they they're the big. biggest on the, the market? No, I think there's bigger Milwaukee. The Milwaukee's nine amps? Or, yeah, or have the they gone higher amp. than nine now? No,
0: I think they're nine. No, maybe they do have a 12-amp. They have one that, that goes on an SDS, hammer drill, I think. I think I've seen it. That starts to get too big. Yeah, and at that
1: point, that tool plug the fucking thing
0: in. Yeah, there's certain there's you know there's certain jobs you need to do with 15 amps. Yeah, you, know I mean? you need it. You need it. What are you gonna do? You're gonna
1: burn right through that bat. I I never was a fan of the the battery powered quick cuts. Uh, quick cuts because you only get yeah. minutes with it.
0: Oh yeah, like I personally have one. <clears throat> um, I cut a few brick sills, like window sills. Did it last
1: the whole cut? I'm just trying
0: to think how many cuts. Like, I know Marcelino. Oh, I remember cutting a uh, g- big I-beam. With like it? Like a W-21 by, yeah, with it.
1: On a full charge? and Full
0: charge, cut, I'll cut the whole thing. Clean.
1: Clean. See, that's clean. what Marcelino from M-Souza actually yeah. said, from Mellow Landscaping.
0: It he may have like, had one battery light, but it's when, it.
1: when that moment comes and you need that one cut, yeah. it's good for that. Yeah. It's really good for that. Yeah. But it's an expensive tool for that one moment when- It is. You can have a gas-powered absolutely and just crank it and go
0: well the big thing too is the, the you know the the gas power gives you a lot more of a, a blade diameter right yeah, and you does. start getting the 12 and 14 inch it does where like i got the dewalt it's only a nine it's good enough maybe to slice a brick or some hardscape or i don't know a window cell brick cell whatever the case may be right so
1: everything's yellow everything's yellow and black man all the guys are all yellow too <laughs> <laughs> the simpsons or is, is it all yeah <laughs> no no
0: they're not all yellow no, that's but right. I, I yeah i'm all i'm a Dewalt guy yeah. and that was just because when i first started with their old, old 18 volts um i just you know you already invested in the batteries and the tools and uh i really like their service over at mill creek it's convenient very convenient it's right it's like, there it's like having Mowen. yeah um you know in oakville yeah for you know a simple cartridge or yeah it's convenient, it's convenient. And then, because
1: your tools i don't care what anybody says doesn't matter what brand yep it's going to require service Absolutely. at some point
0: brushless or not there's doesn't it matter if it.
1: you kill it or a new guy kills it, or it just kills itself. Yep. It needs service. It does. It so, does. but I mean, no plans are ever changing. I mean, all of a sudden red comes in Milwaukee oh, and they start introducing this. I don't and think I do it all that. over again. No eh? <laughs> so just stick with that. <laughs> like plan. I got a
0: lot like, uh, you know, even the, even the, the specialty tools, like, you know, like the routers, yes, the cordless routers and so on and so forth. Um, yeah. I don't think I'd ever move. From I am there.
1: envious of the cordless trimmer and router. I mean that. one? I don't. I mine are corded, and I. I mean, I'm. I I like. I'm envious.
0: Yeah. Because it's kind of convenient, right? The cord's not being there, and then you can just do whatever you want. The convenience of the cord, like again, this goes reminds me back in forming having 100 feet, 200 feet long wire for your, you know, your skill saw and it being buried in footing, water, (laughs) frozen winter, frozen, frayed, ripping it out, and then you. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Funneling it back up,
1: full of mud. <laughs> Do you think these tool <laughs> brands actually test their stuff like that in real Canadian working environments? Um, Cigarette butts being, you I know.
0: think they. I think there is some sort. There has to be some sort of t- testing. Now, whether it's in extreme cold, like minus 40, minus 30, I don't. I don't, I don't think, think so. I don't think they'd do it.
1: Maybe they take the batteries, put it on a nice cart, stainless steel cart, and they wheel it into a fridge, yep. and they leave it in there for a few days, yep. bring it back out, and then just plug it in and go, oh, look, it works.
0: So what I do for my batteries, I have this caulking cock, uh, cock gun, the sausage heaters. Yeah. Yeah, I put the batteries in there. Hooks up to the cigarette lighter. Keeps it warm.
1: You don't need the vehicle, the van running?
0: So as soon as it starts in the morning, that's always plugged oh, okay. in on so the auxiliary. Then, and, and then when you're driving. When you're driving your site, whether it's half an hour, they're so already warming up the batteries. Nice. That's, they're already warming up the batteries and makes, getting it ready to go on, makes, on the charger. I like that. Otherwise, it won't ha- start. It on won't cold, start. It'll on go on a cold, cold delay. Yeah, that's what I, I can't stand delay. about that, man. Yeah.
1: Everybody's batteries like that. Yeah. Cold delay shit.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: <sighs> they never talk about what are we supposed to do with these batteries when they're dead.
0: That's the biggest
1: like aesthetic. I know that someone told me that there's a way to jump start. Sometimes you'll get a battery and it's like dead dead. Oh, I seen that. I've and seen there's that a recently. way to jump start it, but you gotta crack it open or you gotta put tinfoil from a bubble gum or some shit. Like you gotta do some MacGyver thing to kinda make it jump start so you can get that first bar and then it'll recharge
0: itself. A recharge. It's like a reset. I saw I saw that actually specifically on a D Dewalt battery just recently and I think a, some the gentleman used some sort of low voltage wiring or like yeah. doorbell wiring. Yeah. And just jumped that gets the hot the, you know the positive and negative and it, it, it gave it life again
1: so why aren't the dewalt reps or any of the tool reps telling you you can do this or they just want to say "Oh, go buy another battery that's why their stocks are so high yeah exactly <laughs> right they don't want to give you but, but i mean can you imagine the loyalty if they actually started sharing some insider tips about their yeah. tools
0: yeah i think it would be fantastic
1: i mean i'm, I'm always curious about the the two brands in that whole fight, it's no different than GM Ford and Dodge yep. fighting each other out and shit like that. But I mean, there's a lot of loyalty. There's a lot of brand loyalty for every brand out there. Yes. And I wonder how many of the brands are actually looking at each other going, how do we convert all the red guys to yellow? How do we convert the yellow guys to teal? How do we... I don't think I you don't can. Think
0: I don't think you can. Once you're a brand, once you're with a certain brand, you're with a certain brand. That's who yeah, you that's are. That's who you started with. Yeah. Like I remember even when I bought Dewalt... 18 volts back in the day I had my odd Bosch like you know Bosch 18 volt as well uh I think it, I love the thing to heck uh my SDS hammer drill like my that that big one It's like butter. Rotary jackhammer yeah, it's two in like one um corded
1: Yeah the brute.
0: Yes, the brute. I have the brute. The brute. Uh, I just
1: find that the brute is getting heavier with my age. Oh yeah. I don't know what it it's is possible. man. It's a heavy tool man, yeah. but it's a good tool.
0: Yeah, no th- those are Bosch, like uh, there's certain tools you need and for certain um, jobs that like, I, for example, like hammer drill, rotary, those big, those br- you can't go to anybody else. It's got to be guys, Bosch. A
1: lot of guys have been talking Milwaukee's is pretty good. Corded? Uh, they've been talking about
0: the cordless, cordless right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cordless, but again, it's the whole battery thing, right? But
1: then you're putting a brick on top of a block and then you're like, it's heavy, man. at that point. Yeah. And how far does it go? Yeah. Charge
0: wise. One thing I like about some of the technology, especially with DeWalt, is they're putting that anti-torque where it doesn't All the the tools, because back in the day, I know. Um, The whole hogs. Yep. That's smart. It's 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 kind of like a clutch system. Yep.
1: You'll always hit a nail. Yep. And you'll always... bar. Yeah. (laughs) You'll always hit something, man. And and uh, never have your face anywhere near it. We've seen those videos before.
0: Yeah, my wrist still hurt. (laughs) (laughs) You learn quick. Yep. You learn quick, man. How to grab it when to let go not about the tool it's the person that's using it
1: well also the young guys always want to just prove themselves oh i know how to do this i know how to do this i'm like listen man there's some ask a few questions before you grab someone else's tool right? right because you never know maybe it's I don't know. Maybe the cord is kicked out. Maybe there's a cut. Maybe that thing is turned off. Maybe it's damaged or right. something. But like, we don't know, right? Don't know. Just always be careful and, and just don't grab a tool. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of safety attached to tools, right? Absolutely. So don't just be thinking,
0: oh, I'm a man. I can grab a tool. I can do this. Yep. doesn't work that Such way. That, that skill saw. One I, th- I think that between that and a ladder is probably the two major dangerous things on, on a site. Um, anything saw related, really, even a miter saw, a table saw. There's another, like, stupid... Dewalt, uh, Dewalt table saw. Which one, the job
1: site one or the the, the cordless one? Oh, the cordless one. <laughs> you couldn't rip a two by four. I am not a fan. Wet or dry, a miter or a table saw. I'm not a fan.
0: Yeah, I, like I don't own. There
1: needs to be a cord cordless to it. Exactly. I'm sorry, you but every, those And I hours. guess it's the same argument. They say they still say the same thing. It's just for that one cut that you need. Yeah. And I know that we were joking with John McNeil here who he was on, and he actually had to buy a miter box, and he had to do that one piece of trim, and <laughs> he didn't want to buy <laughs> a saw, saw, and he was nowhere near the guys with the saw, and I get it, I understand that, but cordless miter or cordless table, no. it doesn't make any sense nope. to me. If it yep. made any sense, you would have saw a saw stop already build one. Yes. And they haven't. No. And if it made any sense, you would have saw a Festool build one, and, and it haven't. hasn't. So... If you look at the big, uh, Miter just, or Milwaukee just introduced
0: one, didn't they? Uh, table saw or table, mitre? Saw. Uh, table saw. Table saw, not no, quite sure. Or they're, or they're uh, no, they have top. a Miter saw. They have a Miter saw battery. Yeah,
1: but so does DeWalt. And so does DeWalt, but DeWalt's got the double battery with the cord adapter, so then you can still yes. plug it in, yes. which I think is one That's, of the smartest things yep. ever, yep. and I think every other one should be doing the same point. thing. Bosch doesn't do that. Bosch does one big battery, and it doesn't last, mm-hmm. and it annoys the hell of me. I have to get rid of the saw. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I, I was like, this doesn't work. 60-volt? It was it's a uh it the small 12 12 quarter? amp. No, 12 inch. Oh wow. It doesn't last all day. Oh wow. It doesn't. It starts to scream. Yeah. It starts to cry. Right. I think there's actually tears come out of the battery. <laughs> it just it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. And I know that they were trying to figure out okay, let's go one battery because DeWalt was double battery. Milwaukee's single battery. Yes. But no cord no cord attachment. As far as I'm concerned, no. That cord attachment I think is the advantage. Yeah, I think Dewalt was smart for doing that. Yep, because I mean, whenever you can plug it, in. that's it. That's Don't it. always rely on the yep. battery
0: if you can. But
1: I'm not a tool guy. I'm not a tool manufacturer, tool researcher, tool reviewer. I'm definitely not a tool reviewer. There's no,
0: there's a few good ones on Instagram.
1: I won't speak to that. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly believe that every paid opinion, not, every opinion is paid for. It is. It so it's so how is that being objective? I I just, so that's why I'm not, I don't understand. So if your opinion is paid for, then how can I really take you seriously? Right. Plus you're not really doing the same work that's, I'd rather talk to a concrete guy that's in the shit, that's covered in mud, grabbing a cord out of that icy mud, using a tool for a day and ask them, what do you think of this tool? Then I'll get an honest. Honest opinion. An
0: honest review. Right? Yep.
1: Green book talk. Green book. Oh, talking about scaffolding. Scaffolds must be constructed to support two times the maximum expected load without exceeding the allowable unit stresses for the materials of which it is made. Uh, also, four times the maximum uh, expected load without overturning. Scaffolds made with lumber must consist of construction grade, number, what? two? Number one, number one. here grade spruce. Oh, yeah. So they want better.: they want material. better Well, yeah. oh, fuck what today like. Can you imagine what that? <laughs> What's number two look like today? It's got to be like number five or something. I don't yeah. know. It can't be like there's no. It's there's no way defects, man. Absolutely. So that's why they're probably asking for number one. Yeah. No scaffold mounted on casters or wheels that has a scaffold platform more than two point four meters above the base. So that's only one section Se- of scaffold. One section. Wow, I didn't realize on that. on casters on casters. Oh, wow. Not yep. more than that. Not no more than one section. One section. Okay, so Even I guess you like got to go scissor. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it could tip. Maybe tipping. Or it actually hits a, a hole or something, yeah. and then you're tipping over, right? Yeah. Um, and Some with training wheels. Yeah, that's what t- but then it starts to take up so much space.
0: Well, a, I wonder if, yeah, but I wonder if you can go up another level. with. Then you
1: probably put the outriggers on it. The outriggers. That's up. it, right? So uh, 2.4 uh, meters above the base shall be moved when a worker is on it. Uh, can't be moved. Uh, the worker wears a full body harness. I'm still... Oh, my. I'm still... Listen, man, if a scaffold tips over, and you got a harness, guess what? You're being pinched by that scaffold. If you don't have a harness, you're being thrown from it, and I think that's safer than being crushed by a scaffold. Crushed. But, again, I'm not a safety rep, right? Right. Uh, so I know that's, that these are the rules that they give us, but an engineer is required to design and erect a scaffold of more than 15 meters from its base or support or 10 meters from its base or support if constructed of a tube and clamp system. I didn't realize that. I knew that engineers got involved eventually. Eventually. You think they got engineers for the, um, the bamboo scaffolding in uh, China? Oh, I doubt it. Which I've been told is actually stronger than metal scaffolding.
0: Well, bamboo is strong as heck, man.
1: I know. It's but the way they build those scaffolds in China with the bamboo yeah. is very impressive. But yeah. I don't know if there's engineers attached
0: to that. I don't think so. I highly doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never.
1: You know what, though? I do know an architect in China, in Hong Kong, and I, I need to get him on the show. And I want to chat with him. Pata, Pata Chan is his name. I want to chat with him about what's going on there. You can let us know. So yeah, that'd be cool. All right, that'd so Derek, interesting. What else you want to chat about, bro?
0: Uh, how's
1: the future of construction for you, man? Does it look positive?
0: I don't know. Uh, right now, I think I think with the what's happening in the, in the real estate, I'm actually seeing it in in clients right now. What's happening in real estate right now is I want to say that there's there's penny pinchers out there now. <laughs> well, let's go back to COVID. Co- during COVID, it was it wasn't about the price. It was about are you available. Yeah, that was huge. Yeah, like I made some sick money during COVID. Shockingly, because you could charge a little bit more. Was it wasn't about charging a little bit more? It was. They just wanted if you were available. Come you in. made yourself available, Come in. even though you had three, four projects on the go. Yeah, you're on. But now, now I'm starting to see a little bit of a trend, a
1: d- downward trend. I'm seeing for sale signs starting to be faded by UV light. (laughs) There's something going on. Soon it's going to be stoke. No, that's what I mean. It's like you're you're not seeing that sold attached to the sign so quickly anymore. Yeah. Well, we know for a fact that at the start of the year, average Toronto house was 1.2 and change. Right now, the average house is just over 800. Whoa. That's one year. Yeah. Right? Which we knew that this year was the turning year. Mm -hmm. So is that going to keep on declining in
0: 2023? I think it will. I think it will. I think we're expecting another rate change.
1: Well, no, the bank is uh today. Bank is it today? Is it today or tomorrow? Okay. Probably gonna I I, probably yeah. So that's what I mean. Wouldn't be surprised. You keep on hiking this up. Another one in
0: January, most likely. Man. Yeah.
1: That's gonna affect buying properties. It will. That goes back to what I'm saying. Like people are staying put. Yep. If they were lucky enough to find something and they found it. Yep. They got to be careful about their variable rates. Mm-hmm. Bank rate keeps on going up. Yep. That means your mortgage keeps on going up. Right. Means that the bulk of your money you're putting towards your mortgage is not going to the principal. It's actually going to interest, interest.
0: Which is a great time to buy. The Houses are going down. So you know, purchase price over interest rate. I always say purchase price. You know, I'd rather have buy a house at six percent, six hundred k, than a million dollars. Yeah. Mortgage price. I know. At whatever what it was two, 2.5 1.9 some people back in the 80s and 90s when it was like
1: 12 or 14 percent homes were yeah, 150, mom 150 yeah, 175 mom and, dad, mom, and, mom and dad did it and they were making 25 to thirty thousand annually for their salary mm-hmm. that's a far better image than 1.2 million yep. at six percent and you're making 80 grand a year mm-hmm. that's not sustainable no you can't cover that house Yeah, we're in trouble For some, some are in trouble. So, I mean, custom, see, I'm not nervous about construction when it comes to high rise and commercial.
0: No, I think that, that'll, that'll, that'll that'll never stop. That'll continue. Even road work and infrastructure and whatnot. You know, I'm more on the rental, you know, in my industry in terms of, you know, renovations. Custom Uh, rentals. Custom rentals. A lot of people took out the home equity line of credits and, and uh, to better their home. And those
1: lines of credits are being affected by every single bank rate hike. Right
0: now. That's
1: just a fact. Yeah. You're paying more interest on your
0: whatever it on is, whatever enough. that you spent 70 80 200k on your home equity line of credit right now you bettered your home now the house isn't worth as much but hey at least you've bettered your home and you're willing to stay put for i know five but, years but here's the thing
1: so impact so our our house assessment
0: yep here in
1: Toronto and Canada is impact Ontario or I think it's
0: provincial provincial yeah okay
1: I'm not exactly sure I got to get another agent. so they'll drive around they'll find out if you did everything legitimate which hopefully you did you submitted a permit you got that so all the paperwork's in there so now impact comes along and go okay so you just gutted your whole house you added $300,000 rental you've added another $400,000 value to the house now your property taxes went from six to seven seven maybe even eight K a year So not only are you paying more for the line of credit that you got, you're paying more for next year's taxes. That's right. So now your bi-monthly payment that you have to pay, Mm -hmm. everything's going up. Yep. I'm still dumbfounded when I go grocery shopping.
0: That's enough. I'm
1: like, there's no way what I bought. I have not grabbed the full cart ever in my life. I just don't do that. You'll never see me at Costco. Mm -hmm. There's no reason for me to be there, right? But Mm -hmm. you go in with a small cart and you're buying next to nothing and you come out with a, a bill that's like over $100 easily. It's insane how it expensive everything is, right? Yeah. I'm having a chat with um, uh, Adnan. He's going to come back. He's uh, he's the modular shipping container architect engineer. Oh, yes, heard about he's him. He's coming back on the show. Awesome. And, and I'm already picking his brain about uh, a project that I want to work with him on, something yeah. that could help us regarding the groceries, yeah. right? And I was like, tell him, what do you think of this? He goes, that's actually an interesting idea, Manny. I was like, yeah, no, that's right. I don't know how to do it. You know how to do it, so can we chat about this? Nice. And we can figure it out. So I, I think everybody's going to need to... I don't know. Figure out new ways of saving money. Yes. And it will affect custom rentals. It will. It will affect us. And don't please, and all you contractors that are listening, don't race to the bottom. Don't sell yourself short. No. Just find better clients. Yep. That's all. Learn to say no. A hundred percent. But the young guys have a hard time saying that, man. Yeah. They're nervous. They don't think that they're
0: going to get a (laughs) yes any time around the corner, right? Something you got to learn. It's just, you got to go vibe. You got to, yeah. You just got to feel it, right? You got to learn all those yeses why you didn't say no you know it's okay to say no it's okay to say no we cannot do this size project or no we cannot do this it's not right and another one is reading your client you know you can see i've i've so many times have said no just because i know that it's going to be a nightmare you got a vibe from them yeah bad vibe
1: from both or for one or something that they did whichever like what what kind of little things did they do or say
0: uh well the one that my biggest one is oh yeah i'm looking for quotes I hate when I do that. yeah um put the carrot away which is fine yeah. but then it's just like you know you already know that you you know they probably already had two three maybe one quote or no quotes at all so they're still looking for their price their price it's you're better off just saying you're looking for price instead of well are you what are you you know do you want quality right do you, do you want are you time sensitive you know um a lot of people don't even know main what like a main floor what they want to live in the house you know
1: if you're gutting everything and dismantling a kitchen you don't have it oh and they want to do it in you
0: know they want to do it in the winter that of winter yeah where you can't barbecue and you got to have all the windows closed
1: we need to save money so we can't uber right and we don't want to barbecue outside we can't go out because we have no money i just
0: told a recent client uh listen the best time to do this is in march we'll look at the revisit this march and april here's your budget Here's my worksheet. Um, we'll revisit this in March. How would, did they respond? He loved it. He appreciated the honesty. He's like, it, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's huge. It's huge. You know, he's got three kids, wife and 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 himself. He says he can't go in, to another place. You know, he can't go to a hotel for six to eight weeks. He needs to stay there. He's got to stay there. And I says, listen, so it'd be impossible. Not no. in the wintertime. No, not with three kids. And no, that's going to be too difficult. No. Let's revisit this It's in just going to
1: put so much stress on the family. Yeah. So, yeah. then what happens when you do that, when you revisit it? Are you reviewing all the numbers
0: again? Because you have to, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, things could change. Of course. Um, could actually go down could a down, little could bit, go material down. wise. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, how many times have we seen two by fours go up and down, up and down, up and down, 10 99 to $5 to $7 and yeah. so on and so forth, right? What's two by four now? Are they still I, at I know I just bought. Last time I checked was five something. I know I just bought two by twos at five twenty nine each. Two by two? Yeah, brother. So it must be at seven. So it's gone up. Yeah it's like gas
1: hockey stick two by two hockey stick two. with by the two. strap on or without the
0: strap without the strap Ugh. now this was even worse
1: i get so angry and i know yeah. carlito on the show has talked several times where he purposely just smashes all the rat crappy lumber on the floor and then they'll come up and why are you doing that sir it goes no you're gonna clean that up that's why yeah because i think honestly that they should have a section for crappy lumber and yeah. it should be discounted absolutely if you want us to take it Give us a discount on it. Absolutely, but they won't do that. They expect no. you to pay the full price for this crappy thing, and then you have to figure it out on the job site, which costs your business what time and money. Absolutely. So there's no reason you should actually have straight lumber. Yep. Yep. We're not asking for much, man. Nope. Like it's just we're asking for straight lumber, but they're they're harvesting too quick, they're milling too soon, they're like everything's like everything's too quick. Yep. Just to get it out there, but.
0: And it's changing on it. It's changing on weekly. Biweekly, yeah, it is. I've seen, yeah, I've seen the prices go up and down, up and down.
1: And I, I would love the lumber industry to uh, leave a lot more for Canadian tradespeople. Yes, because too much of it is going down south. Nothing against the Americans, but too much of it is going down south, and too much of it is going to Asia. Yeah, way too much of it. Ever since Asia started implementing building with wood, with wood, right? So all of a sudden, there's a market. Let's start working, and we know how much we, our prime minister loves Asia, <laughs> right? So yeah um it's a tough one it is a tough one right so you have any words of encouragement for the younger generation to get into this industry
0: get into a (laughs) trade
1: just find (laughs) a passion you never know you might actually hate love it yeah
0: um like i always found electrical very satisfying really yeah it's one of the least favorite of mine
1: yeah i'm amazed at what you could do yes and i and i i love a good looking panel i like yes like a sexy looking panel absolutely all you need is a calendar from the 70s right next to
0: it and it looks amazing right but like more of a lighting you know rough in and lighting perspective i think yes uh electrician is fascinating um also there's a lot of calc behind it it's basic calc yeah you know um panel loads and so on and so forth
1: stay in school kids you need that if you want to be an electrician math
0: math is important
1: same with hvac HVAC, yeah, you need that. You yep. need to figure out house and there's numbers attached to all that shit. See, yep. uh, cubic uh, feet per minute, all that crap, or conversion, yeah, all that stuff. Yep. It's all attached to it, it's right? All attached to it, and then or framing. It. Man, that's I'm no brainer. To, I'm stunned to realize how many kids have no idea how to read an imperial tape measure. Oh, really? They don't know what a sixteenth or thirty second, and they they don't know anything about that. And it's like that's I don't understand that, man. That's sad.
0: Which in in, in in theory too, I mean we're in the we're we're in the metric society, which has always confused me, because even growing up in high school everything was metric. America, Canada, British Commonwealth, all imperial.
1: Rest of the world metric. metric. Yeah. But you get Sparkies from Ireland coming here, everything's millimeters. Right. Right. Yeah. And then it's for whatever reason I mean, but lumber, lumber sold in imperial. Like two by four is an eight foot.
0: Right. Right. It, it's two, it's inch and a half by three and a half. So I think a lot of, this, is it mostly the commercial is in metric. I think it's all in metric commercials, all metric yeah. in millimeters.
1: Yeah. But I mean, and then it's hard to convert because you've grown up on Imperial and right. you're trying to do stuff. And then you're, I don't know, like here, you cut it, uh, shave it off a, a 16th of an inch or whatever. Right. right. You never would say shave it off a millimeter. Yep. But millimeters is a little bit bigger than a sixteenth. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it means that you can a uh, small millimeter. It, it just sounds weird on a job site. Yeah, on it Canadian does. Or American job site.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was always confused with that. Why we, why we? You know, it, it's almost like you're always converting. You know, even like f- how many cubic, cubic yards do you need of some backfill or whatever, and then you got to convert it meters and this and that. Lori, Lori
1: had a good. I'm trying to remember it now. Man. Lori from Parkside, Building Materials. Okay. She had a good formula to calculate. I actually put it in the show notes if everyone can find it. I can't remember. I think it's show number I'm gonna guess maybe show number seventy or something. It's 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 under the under the one hundreds. And Lori from Parkside, she actually has a calculation in there how to figure out how much material you need. Right. So she goes, there's a, I don't know, a length, width and depth Depths. calculation. And it tells you exactly how many yards you need for uh, whatever material, whether right. it be gravel, soil, dirt, sand, whatever, whatever. Yeah. She had a great formula. I just don't remember it because I'm not in hardscaping. Fair enough. <laughs> That's <laughs> all I'm saying. But I, uh, what, what would you tell the kids? What's the biggest misconception for construction? What do they think that they're coming into thinking that this is what it is, but it's not?
0: Mud, weather, climate. I think is the biggest one: uh, weight, lifting, uh, safety. I think those are a lot of things, even things that I've thought of throughout my experiences in my career, even working for the union or you know, informing and stuff like that. Uh, where th- those are, I think, you know, they don't want to be in the mud. They don't want to hurt themselves. They don't want to lift sixty-pound bags of concrete or whatever the case, or sand or whatever. Right? Um, I think everybody wants their nails cleaned (laughs) and their feet dry. I know
1: plenty of trades people that get manis and petties, man. I got to try
0: one. I've never done it. Never done one. No, I've never done many. It's a nice little
1: pampering. It's nice.
0: My wife keeps saying, let's go together. It is nice. Yeah. Quiet time. My feet are horrible doesn't matter
1: trust Still, me they've, toe, they've seen they've shoe. seen worse hoofs, man no trust me they've seen worse steel toe shoes. no but i mean like you're right you're 100 <laughs> right they have this misconception but i mean also listen man there's but so many pays. products out there Yeah, you can wear a certain kind of footwear that are fully waterproof yeah i've got grist ports that are all the way like 16 inch high fully waterproof up to f- minus 40 nice. they actually i'm sweating my feet are sweating in those things in the dead of winter so it's like there's footwear, there's pants, there's garments, there's jackets, there's proper layers, line so you can actually be out in these elements and be really, really toasty. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So it's just, just prepare yourself preparing for
0: preparing yourself and and yeah, pr- purchasing the right equipment. There but there's no also way. a sense
1: of accomplishment to Hold like, it like honestly like when you're out there on those elements and you built something and oh, you yeah. struggled and you formed in something to pour and you <laughs> yeah you you pulled it off it was like the worst mother nature day you remember
0: yes i did that
1: then you go we back and you're like in the springtime you go, like remember when we got started on this and it was such a shithole but we pulled it off pulled it off and now here we are just finishing the project look how beautiful it is yeah there's a sense of accomplishment
0: for absolutely that. that's what i love Absol- about it no yep. absolutely
1: So as long as they get a, a better understanding of that that'd be totally cool
0: yeah, and, uh, you know, and the the kid, you know, the the parents, uh, like we were talking about earlier, uh, to the younger generation, you know, some of them are pu- pulling them into um, computer engineering or into being lawyers and doctors. Um, you know, maybe just take a small course or go work with an uncle that's doing rentals or Get forming. a taste of it. Get a taste of it. Yeah. Go work on a weekend. Go for a Saturday. Figure out what a construction site looks like. You know what I mean? Do it safely. But... Go figure it out. Yeah. Maybe it. Maybe it'll, you know, twinkle your.
1: And then imagine the possibilities of when you actually are able to buy a house for yourself. That is huge. When the prices drop, hopefully, mm-hmm. rates drop, and you're able to. Imagine the work that you could do to your own place.
0: Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised how many people don't even know, know how to hang a picture. Or a drywall anchor. I don't. I, I've I met these people, nah, man. I know. Well, me too. I've met these people, and I'm <laughs> That's like. That's why they
1: call us. Yeah, I know. Even it's, for a picture. It's insane seriously you've, got, I've been, you've I've, gotten that phone call
0: i've gotten that phone call 13 pictures in mississauga old dairy road and <laughs> mavis hank 13 some of them were big they didn't know how to they didn't want to or they just didn't know they wanted it precisely level with a laser level they wanted a certain height and wow Was charging per hour it was like 65 bucks an hour or something like that
1: that makes sense and so they're for like pictures? seven hours
0: six in hang pictures might there's well a business it. for everything. Might as well do it. Hey, there's a business for everything. Whether it's porta potties or <laughs> you can pick Everybody
1: is needed somewhere. Yeah.
0: Everybody. Yeah.
1: Derek, we got the 12 questions left. Yeah. Everybody, triple Info at dlc and all over social media dlc installations. You ready for this? Let's go. What is your favorite construction word?
0: It's a phrase. Time to go fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Spoken like a Portuguese man. What is your least favorite construction word? It's an emotion, but it's a word. Okay. Sigh. When someone sighs. It's
1: like they just don't Yeah, it's just like,
0: can you go do this uh, for me quickly upstairs? (sighs) Wow. Okay, I hate the sigh. Wow. eh? And it's not... A word, but it is a word, but it's an emotion. <laughs> it is. I, I totally sigh.
1: It. What turns you on in construction?
0: Cutting cedar it smells so nice. Eh? I love it. Fresh, Fresh cedar. Summer day. I've done a few like tongue and groove cedar soffits. Yeah, I look for uh, those. It's nice. Select, select humid day. Select that cedar. Shit's expensive today. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Last time it was was an eight bucks a foot. Your foot or something. I don't like even want to look
1: at it. Yeah, I don't even want to look at it. What turns you off in construction?
0: What turns me off in construction? Uh, I don't know. You know what? The biggest one would probably be like consumers or clients trying to do our job. And it's not really about construction. It's more business, I guess, with me. But it's, you hired us. Let us do our job. Like they're trying to navigate? Navigate or, yeah, navigate. That's a good word. Yeah, that's that's probably the in my industry right now is one of the toughest ones. It's just kind of let us do our job. You hired us for a reason. You know, you didn't call a doctor to do your renos. You need to go get prescriptions. You go to a doctor. You, yeah. you wanted to get your reno done. You contacted us. Yeah. You signed your contract. You, you accepted. Accept. Let us do our job. Let's. So no, I'm, I'm not trying to say that. I don't want to listen to my client. No, of course not. I want to. I love yeah. input. Hey, Derek, you want to do this differently? It's more of the... Can we use, can we use a different material or can we use, um, cause they've done all kinds of research. Right. And, but they've <laughs> never used it. Right. They've never installed it. Yeah. They don't know about it. The difference between LVT like, like let's say luxury vinyl tile between a laminate Yeah, and the pros and cons. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, right, my business right now would be that just, it's just, just cooler, let us do our job. It's cooler to say
1: LVT than it is to say laminate. That's Absolutely. all it that is. It's just cool factor. sounds also. like a
0: Mustang electric mustangers my uh, biggest that's, problem <laughs> with when when i get a
1: client that just says listen we don't need you to paint we'll just paint it ourselves yeah i'm oh, like oh I the bells it. just go off on that one
0: or i'll so get my brother all the I
1: work paint. is done everything's done properly it's perfect and then all we need now is just to apply the coat and you want to do it yourself okay that's, that's i'm sorry but painting is still the trade that's the and a very key. important trade too yeah. yeah that one i don't like
0: yeah that's yeah. that's the, the basis of where i was trying I to i will to. roll
1: my eyes and just like I'll probably say something. Yeah. Because you can't... It's, uh...
0: Oh, can I take all... Oh, that was a good one. Can I take all the... Instead of you charging me the bin, can you put it all in my garage and I'll go with my brother-in-law with his truck to the dump?
1: <laughs> why? You're carrying the rubble... Just to save the bin. Just to put... Like, why dump it in the garage? Just carry a few more steps and into the bin. So, what, say 400, 500 bucks? Right?
0: No, and we did it. You mm. probably spent... Two, three hours, gas, and maybe 100 bucks at your local dump. Did they realize that they made a mistake? Not really. They wouldn't have brought no. it up. No, because they, that in their eyes, they say like $350, 400 That's how they look at it.
1: What is your favorite curse word or phrase? For this <laughs> <laughs> What is your favorite vehicle?
0: Uh... I'm gonna go with the Dodge Viper ACR. When did they stop making that? Just recently. They just ended it recently? Yeah, I wanna say two years ago, three years ago. Wait, what, 20? Oh, I thought it was long 2020? Than... Oh, really? 2019, maybe. They stopped. I don't think there's a 2020 Viper. No. Really, eh? I think it's 2019. But they
1: only ever did two models or two body types, right? They never changed it 80, other than
0: $397.99.
1: They had the original. Yeah, and then they modified First. it a few years after that. Yeah, did they modify? That's when the SRT came in. Yeah, the
0: SRT team. So then, the, what did they and do? Then they the... modified it afterwards. One more time, one more still? time, and that was with Fiat. That's probably what the last mod- two. So yeah. the last two were Fiat,
1: but Shelby had nothing to do with it. No, no, uh, no that's interesting. Least favorite vehicle in the world.
0: Anything Volvo. I hate Volvo. <laughs> I, they're not even nice looking cars no they this haven't is, I'm really sorry if you own no they, have, <laughs> they haven't evolved
1: i don't think they've no. evolved properly yeah. along with other car manufacturers
0: i remember even getting into like an old mid-90s late 90s land rover okay man that was it was nothing appealing and it was an expensive like a, it was today. a hugely expensive crap yeah i know I think it was a discovery or something like that there's lots of
1: service attached to those vehicles man. absolutely
0: they're money pits <laughs>
1: What construction sound or noise do you love?
0: Any pneumatic tool? A roofing nailer, a framing nailer, a So you brad haven't gone nailer, down the battery route, no? I have. Okay. Um especially like Brad nailer. I do own framing two framing nailers cordless, but and I own air as well. It all depends on the job. But the sound of the air, man, is the best. It especially is. a roofer when it's like ta ta ta
1: It's so rhythmic, <laughs> man. What construction sound or noise do you hate? No noise. Yeah. Or Applies nervousness.
0: Honestly, jackhammer. Would be. Uh, it's loud. Yeah. yeah.
1: Even, um, with, even with hearing protection, it's it's still piercing, man. Yeah. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt?
0: Policing, cop. Yeah, but more like uh, it would be like emergency task force. Um, helping the community, like f- helping the community would. And 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 I don't know if it's just movies and a TV series that I watch, but I have a real, real big gauge like of of policing. I actually know quite a few police and various divisions, and some of them are clients, some of them are friends and high school friends, nice. and yeah. um, I've got a little bit of a in, in, you know entry in there, um, and then it leads to paramedics and so on and so forth. But um, yeah, it would be policing. Good. Would be policing.
1: What profession would you never like to do?
0: Hmm. Traffic signaler. In minus thirty degrees, (laughs) stop. Slow. Stop. (laughs) Slow. Stop. Slow. In minus thirty. Yeah. You know what's
1: funny is that I see all these guys and girls. They're always on their phone in one hand and the stop and slow in the other. Your job is to pay attention to vehicular traffic in a live setting, not what's going on social media right now.
0: Now, is the company liable for that? I don't, I
1: don't know what the rules are, but every time I drive by them, they're on their phone. Oh, I
0: see it too, man. I don't get it. I see it too. I know your
1: job is shit. Yep. I know that it sucks, but it's a really important job. And, and if you miss something, someone can get hurt. Right. Right.
0: So it's well, just. Well, it's no different than distracted driving. It's true. People still do it. It's true. Three points, $670 fine. I know. People still do it. It's sad.
1: Last question If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at those pearly gates?
0: Want to go back and do it again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah want to go back and do it again? Nice. Whether you start at 10 or 20 years old or 25 or right back from newborn. But do you want to go back and do it again?
1: All right, so I like that. Yeah. Derek, absolute pleasure, man, to have Manny. you on the show and meet you finally and yeah, talk. Yeah, likewise, man. I love what you shared, and and I'm sure that someone's listening, man, paying yeah. attention yeah. to this, Thanks man. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate yeah. it, man. Everybody, again, www.dlcinstallations.ca, info at dlcinstallations.ca, and on social media, DLC Installations, man. Appreciate it. We are out of here. Thank you very much, Angelina. We're gone. Thanks, Thanks. man.
0: Thanks, Manny. Appreciate it. Cheers.